Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy King. What's up, guys? I today am going to share with you my listing strategy. Uh, some people often ask me, do you have a listing presentation you can share with me? And the truth is, this is my listing presentation. I can't send you a PDF because it's all about myself, rapport building with the seller. So stay tuned and we're going to dive in next. What's up, guys? Jeremy Kane with the Real Estate Agent Playbook. Today, I am opening my very own playbook for you, giving you a strategy that I use that has converted at over 99% in my career. I've lost one listing appointment, so we're going we're gonna to share the secret sauce with you in my 10-year career. Uh, this is something that I've, I've developed and certainly takes some confidence to kind of roll in there and, and do it this way. But I think that you can do it, and I think it'll put you far and above any other agent that rolls in with a self-prepared you know listing presentation with all of the things um, including a price of the home before they've even been in it so stay tuned for that however if you're here for the first time thank you so much for joining me throw me a subscribe if you want to be notified of further videos that i release i'm all about helping agents win every single day at the game of real estate so do that for me if you say something you know that you have a question about or you don't like comment i love to argue in the comments kind of kidding not really um, please comment anyways. I'd love to uh, go back and forth with you. Um, and while you're here, we also have this show on the podcast. So you can share that while you're on the road, share it with your favorite real estate agent. So now let's get into the juice. So first and foremost, my goal when going into a home is one, to build rapport with the seller and two, take a look at the asset, take a look at the home itself and go from there. So first things first, I typically show up with maybe a folder with some branding content, um, maybe some examples of flyers or links to my YouTube videos that I've done on property tours or all of that marketing stuff. But the truth is everybody has that at every single brokerage. I don't care if you're at one of the quote unquote luxury brokerages or you're at you know your independent brokerage. Typically people have the marketing. We all market the property pretty much the same. Over the last five, six years, it's been MLS, you know, go, whatever. We still do the marketing as long as we're not lazy agents. Um, but it is what it is. The truth is, is that does not separate your experience with me from the next agent down the block. So that's first things first. So I'm there to build rapport with the, the client. And I typically say, you know, right away, because I just have this folder, I say, hey, here's this folder of some marketing stuff. We can go through it later. Not super important, but just wanted you to have some tangible examples of how we market the property. Um, but, you know, I do not have a value of your home written down anywhere. I feel it would be disingenuous to walk into a home with a prepared CMA or, you know, market analysis that gives a price of the home until I've seen it, right? I want to see everything that you have done to the home in order to offer you the best price and create a pricing strategy in order to get you the most for your money. Right there, I eliminate all the other agents that have come in that I'm in competition with because they all come with the same pre-printed thing. Maybe it's on an iPad, a fancy PDF, right? But at, at some point, they have a market analysis in there and they have a price that's written into that document somewhere of the house that they have never seen before, right? So that is my first separator. 
Okay, so I say, so with that said, I'd love for you to walk me around the house, tell me everything that you've done, tell me everything that you have questions about. If you have an older furnace, we can talk about that, all of the things, right? And so we're going through the house and building rapport, making jokes, complimenting, doing all the things that I can to show my personality and connect with them. During that time, I am really trying to dive into, okay, why are they doing this, right? What, why is this move happening? Why are they selling this home, right? It's not like they're selling something on Craigslist. This is a home where they have had memories, whether good or bad, and we need to dive into their why, right? Simon Sinek, start with why. If you dive into your client's why and you really get a grasp for that, you can absolutely knock it out of the park no matter what right? You've all heard my story where I went into a $1.2 million listing. Uh, it had been on the market in the, you know, hot fall, you know, prior it was a hot market, didn't sell. Um, and she constantly said, you know, you can walk to the grocery store, the elementary, middle and high school, and without crossing a major street. This was clearly important to her because she said it several times throughout the tour. And then again, at the end, when we were talking, I took that phrase, put it right at the front of my video, put it in the public remarks in the MLS. And what do you think? Where do you think that went? Right? We sold the property for more than she had it listed for before when it couldn't sell. And right on top of my testimonial, Jeremy was the first real estate agent that accurately depicted the location being so prominent because you could walk to the grocery store and those those schools without crossing a major street. That's all I did was listen, build rapport, stepped in, and was there to to put it where she wanted to see it as a homeowner. Why she was selling, why she loved the neighborhood, all of that was because of that prominent location, and I was able to capture that. So we're building rapport, we're getting all of the information. Certainly through this, you know, they're gonna ask, hey, you know, what should I do with the closets? What should I do with this? Should I get a storage unit? You know, my furnace is, you know, we just had the thermocoupler or whatever replaced, you know, whatever. And I say, okay, yeah, let's just get that serviced, right? If it's an older unit, we wanna have it serviced, we'll leave that on the counter. That'll eliminate one of the inspection items right away, right? And all of the things, um, if there's, you know, foundation cracking or movement or whatever, Hey, get a structural engineer just to say it's okay because agents and, and clients are always like, Oh, I'm a structural engineer. There's a crack right there. Foundation must be, you know, screwed up. Well, the truth is they're usually probably not correct. If you have that stamp of approval from a structural engineer, if there is a concern, a visual concern, it may help. And certainly some people are not in a position to do that. Okay, so we just kind of, then I'm starting to frame what might happen at the inspection, what might come up on the inspection. Oh, the water heater's avocado green, right? So we're just pre-framing that. But again, I'm just listening to everything that they've done to the house, right? Because typically they skip over the stuff they haven't done and they point to the stuff that I redid the floors, I, you know, did this, I put solar panels on, whatever it is, they're just giving you a ton of data and information. And then I can sit back from there and take a look at exactly what is important to them, what they've done, include some of those things that may or may not be a massive, you know, price increase. Uh, congratulations, you, you know, put floors in your house. That's good. <laughs> We're supposed to keep up with those, right? Or congratulations, you put up a new fence. That's great. I'm sure that old fence wasn't, uh, was in disrepair and needed to happen. Some of those things are homeowners, 
But if we highlight those things, it's more for them sometimes than the public. And so we go from there and I say, okay, great. Looks like I have a great idea of what you've done. I really love this. You know, this is probably some inspection items that we need to be aware of just, you know, while we're thinking about it. And we go from there, right? I can talk about, you know, what kind of loan options we can market, all of those things, because I've seen the home and I sit down and I say, okay, what exactly are you going to do? By this time, I usually know why they're moving. Um, so I'm like, okay, setting up for the next, right? Are you looking to purchase somewhere here? Are you sure that that exists in our market? Okay. They say, oh, well, I'm, you know, I want a main floor, you know, in this small area. And, you know, that's, that's where I have to go. I don't have anywhere to go in between. That's where I'm going. So then we say, okay, well, let's go look at some houses and make sure that that dream house exists before we put your house on the market. So here I am meeting them where they're at, building that rapport and moving forward, right? And then after that, I have an entire list of all the things I've seen, I've smelled, I've, I've been in the home, I know exactly what, you know, everything, I know exactly what buyers and other agents will say, I know what they'll pick out. And then I can go back in my quiet office <laughs> and, you know, find true comps, things that are in similar condition and similar size, and I can build a pricing strategy out. Right. I also usually know how much they think their home is worth. So I'm not rolling into the pricing strategy or the listing appointment saying, hey, I think your home's worth 700 when I think that they think it's worth a million. Right. Because that's probably not going to get me the deal. So I'm very careful and guarded about that. And if they throw out a number, I can say, hey, look, if they do throw out a number and I have it in the pricing strategy meeting, I can say, okay, this is what it would probably take to get that number because that number came from this listing. First of all, it's a rancher, two-story, um, had completely updated, you know, chef's kitchen, all the things. So I can say we can get there, I think, but it might cost, you know, ABC to get there. And so then we can kind of play that versus me just coming in and saying, nope, no way, 700000 right? And so that's huge because I know all of those things from the rapport building time um, and I have that. And so when I go into the pricing strategy, I'm already you know, ahead of the game and I know where they're going to go and I can either say, okay, this is what it's going to take to get there. Or if it's just a little bit outside, I'll say, Hey, let's list it for two weeks and see what we get. The market is saying this right now, it's pretty hot, you know, this many showings. If we don't get that many showings in the first couple of weeks and we don't get any offers, would you be willing to go to, you know, this price as this strategy? And I also talk about the listing not being a price tag, right? So the listing price is not a price tag, it's a conversation starter, right? So we need to have the ability for it to start the conversation versus just being that, you know, item on the shelf that's out of reach for most of the people that would be interested in living in there. So that's that's kind of how I handle the pricing strategy session. Um, I still don't do a CMA, on, honestly. I, I kind of do a report on the home. I, you know, have the upgrades and then I have the comparables. I don't need a CMA that's put together that everyone else has depending on who it is. If it's a super data-driven person and they need to see everything out, I will do a CMA. Um, but otherwise, I just do a pricing strategy report and we go from there. And so then I have the pricing strategy, I have the rapport, and then I say, okay, what do you want this to look like, right? Do you want this to be done in a month? Do you want to get tippy-tippy top dollar? Well, the truth is the best way to get top dollar is to sell it quickly and price it right. So we have that conversation, we work it through, we say, okay, like, what's this going to be? 
What's it look like on contingencies if you need to sell this to get another one? And it's client-centered approach. And everything that I do within the marketing will have their why and the client's best interest in mind, not only for this sale, which is required by law, but for the entire piece of the puzzle, right? If they absolutely cannot um, go under contract on a home before they sell this house and they can't purchase that house before this one's sold, well, we better make dang sure that there's enough options for them so that they don't have to settle or be rushed into something on that back end. So it's all about the client, where they're at, what their you know flexibility is as far as you know having a place to go or not go. Um, because as you know, when the market gets hot, contingencies typically are not taken. So there's other things we can do when we do get an offer on their home to you know help protect them so that we can make sure they find those that house if that's something that's of utmost importance. So all of this to be said is because I had that rapport building moment. Um, I was just focused on building rapport in the relationship on the front end. I wasn't, you know, there's no listing agreement signed that first day, right? And I use that as well. I'm not going to shove a listing agreement down your throat. I want to make sure that we, we have the appropriate strategy to get this done. I want to make sure that you're taken care of on the back end. And I have confidence that you will sign a listing agreement with me when the time is right. I don't need it before I walk out of your house. And so that's how I roll. It's worked for me time and time and time again. Usually that one-liner gets it done, right? It'd be disingenuous if I had a pre-printed report telling you how much your home is worth before I've ever seen anything you've done to it, right? And that could be good or bad, right? Because I've also been at the table and I had a number on, on that report and I look around and I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> this is not updated like they said on the phone or whatever. And so I don't want to put myself in that position, pigeonhole myself into that. So if you have any questions, let me know. I'd be happy to build a plan for you. Um, as you know, that's that takes some confidence to kind of come up with and say. So I would want something that you're confident in moving forward, tailored to your personality, realtor playbook call, um, realtor game plan call below. And we can, we can chat about that. We can build you an ironclad uh, listing strategy, so to speak. So like, comment, subscribe, share this with uh, your favorite real estate agent if it made you think. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.